Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about some skills that you might have learned from the Great Depression. Everyone always thinks of like their grandparents and and you know just old people they know in the community of you know having these magical skills. You know they all seem so handy and and so take charge of their own lives. Well, a lot of that is because that's what you had to do um, if you wanted to survive or you wanted to eat. Um, you know, it turns out that it was more, there's more to old people than just putting a nickel on the toilet when you're done or putting sugar packets in your purse, right? <laughs> you know, that's, you, you remember yep. grandma always uh, stuff in the old, uh, some, some sugar packets. Got to get those home because, you know, they're, they're just here. You could take them. Yeah. Do that for the a little month jellies. and you have enough to make a, make a pie, man. The little jellies. Mm-hmm. I still haven't figured out the ones who were stealing the silverware, though. <laughs> I, it, that wasn't me. Out it of the diners me. or whatever, you know? Like, that mm-hmm. isn't gonna, you know. Yeah, I did, uh, I do recall, I I have stolen jellies, but it was more of a... Going on a camping trip? No, I wanted to see if my, my son would eat a packet of... Um, uh, like the marmalade jelly, yeah, marmalade yeah, or, he yeah. did, and he threw up. <laughs> uh, I, I also got him to uh, drink spaghetti sauce out of a jar with a straw. Nice. So I mean, well, that's a way. He's an adventurous, adventurous kid. Like he's that. probably made you know fifteen, twenty bucks off of weird foods now, that I've gotten him to eat. Some of these, uh, I, I, we have some actual like skills and and little tricks, but I gotta say, a big part of what made people successful through the depression, um, how they were able to cope or deal with it was a lot of the mindset, Mm -hmm. um, having the right way to approach things, 
and just tackling things head on. But you're thinking that I'm going to cop out here and, and fall short, but I got actually a pretty big list of different things that were kind of unique mm-hmm. to you know that older generation. Um, I would say the number one rule it would be uh, like reuse, reduce, recycle, repair. Don't waste anything. Right. You know, um, I hear stories. They would uh, when their shoes wore out, they would actually cut up tire tread mm-hmm. and and put it on the bottom of their sandals. I also heard you could do. Uh, they would cut old belts and line the bottom of their shoes. Yeah, it seems super uncomfortable. You though. know, it man. Walking with a thump in your foot or something, you know, that that seems iffy to me. But these are the kind of things, you know, but like I, I look at my kids, like they'll come in. One one of the kids was came into my, my bathroom. I had them like the medicine cabinet there and was giving them something. She'd gotten a cut and was in for Band-Aids or whatever. And she's like, oh, you know, but I don't want to have to go back to my bathroom. You have triple antibiotic or whatever right here. Can I use it? And I'm like, sure. And now, mind you, the cut is like an inch long, maybe a quarter inch wide. Uh-huh. She squirts out like an inch and a half line of mm-hmm. freaking, you know, like toothpaste looking thickness, <laughs> you know? I'm like, are you kidding me? And she smears it and it's like sitting up like a quarter inch on her arm. Uh-huh. I'm like, get the heck out of here. That costs like five bucks, you know? And I, I just be a little aware the, of what you're using. Yeah, you know, you don't need all that, that toothpaste. <laughs> you know that. The, hey, there's nothing wrong with stingy. I'm not talking trash. You know, when you're using the toothpaste, maybe at that point you switch to a pea mm. size amount of toothpaste on there. Uh-huh. You make it last a little bit. That's right. Triple antibiotic, even a little less than a pea. <laughs> you know, you don't have to go crazy. Um. One of the other things, uh, like the mindset of uh, cash is king. Mm-hmm. You know, just when you have mo- one, you want to deal for money. And they looked at it not just like when I say cash is king, I assume in most people's mind, you think, oh, well, I don't use credit cards. Mm-hmm. But they meant like as opposed to bartering as opposed to whatever right it's you know you you know money in the hand is is really going to do it yeah so 10 dollars is better than 15 dollars of flour you know so but again we're going to get to trading flour and whatever in a minute i mean that right. it has a place right but you know money is uh one of the big things that came out of the uh depression also was uh people started using budgets Mm-hmm. and actually budgeting their uh, stuff. And I know my kids have kind of been through this where they're like, oh, my God, you know, I don't realize that I spend $20 a day, you know, mm-hmm. in and out of convenience stores or right. coffee or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Um, if you plan it out and realize where all your money's going, it, it really helps you tighten and kind of find a way to get through. Now, you're you're thinking, well, I'm not so worried that a depression is going to happen. I'm worried about how to survive in the apocalypse. Well, guess what? If you go with that same mindset of I'm just going to use the minimum, I'm just going to, you know, mm-hmm. use what I need today. Right. I don't need to sit and eat the whole bin of whatever, you know, the 
two packages of Oreo cookies that I have while I watch TV, mm-hmm. you know, you, you actually plan out and and kind of ration things out. It's that same idea of budgeting your resources. Right. Um, so just look at it like that. Um, a good way to get into uh, this whole preparedness would also be like trying to live a debt-free lifestyle now. I mean, especially if you're young and you haven't gotten into trouble yet with debt or anything like that, if you can maintain, that's the way to do it. You know, so so often I see people, they move out of mom and dad's house and they get married or whatever and they're 25 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I should have a house nicer than my parents. I don't know why they live in that crappy old house. Right. And... Oh, my parents have crappy old furniture. I need everything nice and new. Right. And they go and they do it. Thank God I got a credit card. And, you know, guess what? You probably can do it with a credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can get into a lot of trouble. And Yeah. There's a lot of nice new shit that I'd love to have. Love to have, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's whew. Just suck it up. Don't don't get me excited. I I might, you know, whip them out right now and oh, I got to get something. <laughs> That that's the thing, you know. Um, so, really, just work on you know getting towards self sufficient too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they did a lot of things like sewing their own clothes. Right. Um, you really should learn how to sew and kind of mend things. Yeah, you know that's a, that's honestly a, a big thing with me. You know, I I have a job where I just destroy the clothes I'm wearing, mm-hmm. and uh, when I, you know, rip jeans and. You know, yeah, my my new jeans become my old work jeans over right. time. But, you know, I, I try and stretch them out. You know, I yep. uh, stitch up little holes before they become big holes. And, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten a, my fair amount of shit for sewing shit up. But, you know, I started doing it in the Navy, sewing patches on uniforms. And uh, I'm not too bad at it anymore. All right, not bad. They, it's uh... a handy skill to have, especially... You know, if you don't, if if you're a single guy, you don't have a wife, or you know, your wife has no interest in in, in that sort of bullshit, because uh, you know, she got a, a faggy husband to uh, do her clothes, you know, do her uh, oh, sewing no. for. But hey, whatever, you know, it comes in handy. It's a handy skill to have. It really is. And these are, you know, all these things. You know, when we're dropping things like sewing or. You know, whatever, these things, you know, they're all over YouTube, whatever. But these are things you should learn now. Right. Um, You know, you, you really being self-sufficient, you know, being able to handle the basic plumbing, the basic carpentry, the basic things in your house. You know, just don't be afraid every time. When something breaks, try and find out the answer. You right. know, figure out how it works. Yeah, if Even, you're going to call you know, somebody to come fix it, then try and fix it first. And, and then, then, then and you can I, call them afterwards. When I do call, like, the furnace guy or something, and, and it's been a long time since I've needed to, you know, call in outside help. But when uh-huh. I did, I paid attention. Um, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? What's yeah. going on? No, I gave him a big tip because I knew I was kind of a dick, you know, trying uh-huh. to. But, you know, he was cool. I was cool. It all worked out. Now I refer him lots of other customers. So it worked out. Um, having a garden. We've talked about that a hundred times, but guess what? Everybody had a garden back yeah, then. Yeah, everybody. And you know, you can save a decent amount of money just growing a tomato plant. Yeah, you can save a decent amount of money growing a cucumber plant. You don't have to. You don't have to dedicate you know three quarters of your backyard to gardening. 
you know, that would be better. Yeah. I, I've done that, but, you know, just a, just a, a pot on your balcony, you know, a pot on your back deck. With yeah. Something simple growing in it. And guess what? Those are also some of the nutrition mm-hmm. that people really lack when times get when hard. When food's short, yeah. You know, when if food's you're surviving short and on you're rice. riding on rice and a yeah. loaf of bread, mm-hmm. those little extra vegetable supplements yeah. make a big difference you grow, in your can diet. make a big difference. And those are the things that are expensive, you know, when you're going to the store. So mm-hmm. that that's going to really pay off. Um, I'm sure you'll tell me vegetables aren't that bad, but... Yeah, fruit, that kind of stuff. You know what I'm you know, talking Especially about. if you're one of those crazy people that's... Uh, in all organic, you can oh. grow organic food in your backyard. That works. That yeah, it's super. Yeah, well, super expensive at the store. I don't know why. You know, it's because half of their they crops have been money. eaten by yeah, bugs. Because the crops suck, right? <laughs> um, now, also, you know, so work on stuff to save money. Cooking from scratch. Yeah, I actually have that on my. my oh, that was on your list. Yeah. Cooking from scratch, you know, a lot of people think of that as being a very complicated, time-consuming uh, process. But there's a lot of recipes that you can do that you can find. And then these that are, are things simple. you can bulk up with less expensive things like rice and with, right. you know, flour or whatever. Yeah. You flour can, and sugar are not very expensive. You know, you it's, really, that's something you know, I keep on hand, you know, and I, I use it. I keep, you know, keep the flour, keep the, the sugar handy. Um you know, all those sorts of basic stuff, basic, uh, you know, cooking items are very inexpensive. You know, um, we were talking about uh, lard and different types of um, different types of uh, grease you can use. That's, that's yeah. you know, it's not butter. doesn't taste as good. But, you know, it's got it's got a good amount of calories in it. Yep. And, you know, when you're short on food, when you're short on stuff, calories are important. Everyone's always trying to cut calories. Because we're all a bunch of fat asses. Yeah, that's true. But when there's a time nothing, when calories are important. Calories are important. Right. Um, another trick uh, that you know kind of came out of that depression was uh, they would stretch meat, make it go further by mixing in like lentils or oatmeal. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. When I was a kid, my mom used to mix in the oatmeal with the meat. Right. And uh, you know, yeah, it stretched it. But it also didn't taste fantastic. I'll be honest with you. I don't you. know. My mom used to uh, be famous for uh, like one piece of bologna on a sandwich. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> you get the, uh, you know. Yeah. So and that because you know that bologna that's that shit's expensive. It's like ninety eight cents a pound now. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that that processed uh, pig ear and uh, what do you need all that meat? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I think that's half my problem where my belly came from is all these carbs because there was never protein to be found. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you can stretch meat with oatmeal. You can stretch it with uh, breadcrumbs. You can, you know, especially ground beef with lentils is a good way to do it. Right. But it's not, it's, you know, just remember that it's not going to taste as fantastic as, a, as right. a regular hamburger. But that's not really the point, is it? No. Um, also I would say, you know, we mentioned handyman, plumbing, um, mechanic skills, you know, yeah, you know, I want to way around the that. card. Yeah. Tell me. You know, there's a lot of, lot of basic stuff that most people don't know how to do. Yes. That's easy to do. And if you can, you know, afford to have your oil changed, that's, that's great. But, you know, it's not a bad idea to change your own oil at least once. So you know what you're doing. Right. You know? 
uh, if you've ever picked up a nail in a tire, tires aren't cheap. But plugging a tire is really cheap. It's really cheap. And that's a skill that I only learned in the past couple of years. I didn't yeah, realize no, me how too. simple it is. I Very do do simple. it now, but mm-hmm. yeah. And and now my kids do it. Yeah. And, and that's it. The kit's like six bucks or mm-hmm. probably find it cheaper than that if you try. Right. And you can um, plug. T- and you can do like 10 tires, tires yeah. 20 tires with a kit. So, yep. you know, and it's not. I don't know about you guys. I don't know where you're going with your vehicles and, you know, what, what sorts of environments you're in. But I know my vehicle, I probably pick up at least three nails a year. Yeah. You know, it's I go through I'd, I'd be going through a lot more tires if I was replacing them every time they went flat instead of fixing them myself. Maybe you shouldn't be doing work in the driveway is what I'm recommending. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should just dump nails out in the driveway and then then go just about my business, it. leave it. Um, You know, back uh, in the day, also uh, hunting and fishing played yeah. a big role. And these were common, you know, these were common things that people just right. did. Um, you know, became a much more of a uh, a coveted skill when, you know, food was was scarce. Right. But the truth is, you know, if you know how to do it, you don't need to do it to survive, but if you know how to do it, you can save yourself a little bit of money and you can, you know, and they perfected a lot of squirrel recipes, a right. lot of, you know, all the little things, the rabbits, the mm-hmm. you know, but also don't have that as your whole system because right. when everybody's doing it, there's a lot less squirrels running around. That's right. Um, but you know, hey, it's somewhere to start. Uh, what else? You know, people didn't really have this sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I gotta say that yeah. they do now. Um, <clears throat> people were a little more humble, um, and I think. If you go with that approach, it's going to take you a lot further. Right. Um, you know, coming from a place of humility and, and graciousness, because that leads me into the next one here I have is uh, really learn to work together and rely on your community. Right. Um, helping each other out is a big thing. You know, being a friends with the plumber, being friends with the handyman, the mechanic. But right. it doesn't go where, oh, you know, I need plumbing. You need to come over and do it. Right. You want to have skills to offer. Right. And, and you need to be willing back, to use your skills to help you know, out people even though you're not going to get anything in return. making lunches for the guy for the next week or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know what you do. But you need a skill. You need something to bring to the table. Right. Um and that whole give and take really makes a big uh big thing. I know you see a lot of these um when you see documentaries and stuff on the depression and like that. And you always see like the city in the summer and it's hot and they're all, you know, miserable and, mm-hmm. and whatever. I think they just want to show as much misery as they can in those things. But they uh, would hang wet sheets over the doorways. Mm-hmm. And then when the water evaporates, you know, as any wind or anything blows, it would end up cooling off the rooms and mm-hmm. different things like that. So there's always some cool little tricks you can pick up. Right. Um, Buy you stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I actually mentioned it one of the early on episodes, but whenever I buy something, it goes through my head. You know what? When I'm selling this at a yard sale, when I go to move or, you know, whatever in, in a couple of years, what's somebody going to offer me for this? Right. You know, this thing that I'm paying 50 bucks for, is it worth about four bucks? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times that's true. Yeah. You know, and 
if it is only worth four bucks as a used item, maybe, maybe you might you can be get able it to find it bucks. for four bucks. Right. And that's, you know, just something to consider here and there, you know? Mm-hmm. Do a little little research and and maybe when you're making the money and it's easy and times are good, you know, put a little aside or maybe be a little cautious. So, you know, pick up some things used so you can put a little more aside. Right. And, you know, just kind of look at things like that. Um, Prioritize, mm-hmm. you know, what you do. Um, A lot of times during the Depression to make ends meet, people would uh, freelance and do a lot of, like, additional jobs. Right. Um, right. You know, they would... Don't turn down work. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd get up and be the paper boy or you'd get your kid up to be the paper boy. Leads me into my next thing. Pe- the whole family would find a way to contribute. Mm-hmm. You know, wives would make lunches for people, you know, even outside the family to sell. Right. You know, go down to the construction site and sell sandwiches or mm-hmm. different things like that. And I know these, you know, well, that's old-fashioned and you can't do that now. People just go to Wendy's, whatever. Well, you know, whatever. But, I mean, these mm-hmm. are the things that people did to make right. it work. And, you know, they used to make handmade toys for their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out if you're a little creative, you could probably make your kids something cooler than you could buy for them. Right. Something they'd want to keep and maybe hand down to their kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, stuff like that. Um, people used to make their own toothpaste. Yeah. Do you have a recipe for that? Mm-hmm. I do. I don't. I don't. A little sea salt. I didn't know. Okay. Baking soda and peppermint oil. Okay. I say they whip up a little... Uh, Toothpaste. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to make. Some I of imagine this and try it could just be uh, baking soda. Period. And it just will taste like ass. Like baking soda. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend that used to um, use hydrogen peroxide as mouthwash. Now you can do that, and it's effective. But you know, it that tastes like hydrogen horrible. peroxide. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Um, another thing I had is when the depression came, people really turned to the government for aid. And and that's that's the fear. That's why you want to really take care of, you know, business on your own. That's why, you know, we preach long term food storage. That's why we preach, you know, stockpiling all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You never know when things come and you don't want to be the guy who's dependent on the government. Right. You don't want to need to turn to them for help. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people actually, you know, if you look back in uh, you know a lot of the statements that people made during the Great Depression, the only people that really went hungry were the people that were uh, too proud to right. to go to the government for help. I can't be the janitor right. or whatever. Right, people or, that were too proud to do you know to do things that you know that were beneath beneath their station. Right, but you know it's there's something uh something to be said for pride, but there's also something to be said for. Not being such a proud asshole that your kid doesn't have anything to eat. Exactly. You know, a man takes care of his family. Mm -hmm. And same token, you know, women don't let their babies go hungry. Mm -hmm. You know, you you do what you have to do. Um, You know, I don't know. We work hard. And that's the thing. Now, uh, when it comes to uh, bartering. Tell me about bartering. You know, that's a a specific skill set. All right. You know, in a, in its own. You know, go, uh, you know, if you've ever uh, haggled with a used car dealer 
or even a new car dealer, mm. you know? The trick to uh, bartering is do your research, you know? Figure out how, how low, you know, somebody's willing to go with something like that. Figure out uh, what you have that can be beneficial to them. You know, f- there's, a, there's a lot to that. And, uh, you know, a lot of that is, is having things stocked up. You know, if you have enough extra, a big thing during the um, during the depression was uh, vices, like uh, alcohol and things right. like that. Things Cigarettes, that so whatever. Easy to, right. You know, so easy to get a hold of, and those are great trading items. You know, during the depression, that was also uh, prohibition, and the only rich people during uh, during the uh, depression. So I were should learn liquor. how to make moonshine. Is make what moonshine, saying. yeah. Why not? Why not? I was seeing uh, one of the guys on our Facebook page. I was just scrolling through uh, the other day, and I remembered he was talking about uh, making homemade wine. That's a that's a valuable skill. Yeah, you know the making your own beer. That's a valuable skill, especially when uh, you know when it's not so easy to come up with the the fifteen dollars for a twelve pack. Or hell, most of the beer I'm seeing now lately is like twenty five dollars for for twelve pack. What's going on here? Times are hard. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But anyway, I do have a recipe here Uh for acorn coffee. Now, all the reviews I read said it tastes fantastic. I'm going to give you the recipe, but it's not a replacement for coffee because it has no caffeine. It just tastes like coffee. Well, guess what? I heard on the news this morning Uh that the Hudson River has a really high caffeine content. Ah. It also has a lot of high feces content, so don't drink it hoping that you can skip. And it turns out it has a high prescription drug content. Mm -hmm. And they said from Albany to New York City, Mm -hmm. so you're talking about 100, 120 miles, Mm -hmm. um, that our local town here in in Kingston was the highest concentration. Yep, yep. Something to be proud of, Uh and I feel like you might have had a hand in it. Yeah, well, you know, you do what you can. You do what you can. <laughs> we all got to help out. Yeah. So I'm just I've saying, been swimming in that river, and I'm when you're, when you're making that this river. coffee substitute, uh-huh. if I'm you saving. use the same river that that uh, the sewers that. go into, yeah, take that water to make that your water. Acorn use coffee. that for your acorn all coffee because right. it's going to come right. so here's, caffeinated. Here's the set: fall when the acorns start falling. Collect the acorns. Discard all the acorns that are soft or have holes. If they have holes in them, that usually means there's maggots in there. Oh, I don't so like just, maggots. Just heads up. Worms and maggots. Um, or, you know, if their shells are cracked. All right. Uh, remove all the leaves in the cups, the tops of the acorns. Uh, boil it for 15 minutes. These are the acorns in the, in the shells, but with everything else removed. Boil them for 15 minutes. And that's going to suck out the uh, tannin, which is a yes. you know somewhat toxic and and especially gross tasting thing that have, have acorns have. Yes. Uh, this is also going to sh- soften the shells. So then you shell the acorns, spread them out on a cookie sheet, bake them at three fifty, until they're you know. Now, so we don't have coffee, brown. but we have an oven. We can do three fifty. Well. You can you can brown can it any way it? you want. Yeah, right. you can. You, it doesn't have to be an oven. All right. So you know if you're gonna try this out, and I recommend you know obviously trying it out before you before you need to. Um, 
You're going to want to move them around while they're in there so they brown kind of evenly. Remove the, uh, remove them when they're fully browned. Grind them up. Roast them again. And then just use them as regular coffee, uh, coffee grounds. Um, like I said, it doesn't have any caffeine. So, you know, it's not a real supplement to coffee. But I'm thinking that I got to try this out, you know. Acorns are, are one of those things that just dump all over the place here and you know they're just pain in the ass when you're walking around barefoot and I just complain about them but there's there's a lot of uses for acorns but this acorn coffee was a big deal during the uh the depression when coffee wasn't easy to get you know coffee's one of those things that's shipped we don't grow it here ourselves so you know it's one of those things that that are going to be the first to go I have a pretty big stockpile of coffee I have to point yeah. out. Well, that's that's yeah, that's important. Um, now we're talking about uh, a time when um, food isn't so easy to come by, money isn't easy to come by, and um, we should talk about stockpiling food real quick. I know we've done entire episodes on it. We have uh, a lot of you guys have seen, you know, your stock. You know, you sent me lists of what you got, and you know, posted pictures of of your stock. And, you know, I'm really glad, like, a lot of people are really, you know, doing a good job on this. And that's really the most important thing, in my opinion, when it comes to prepping, is stocking food and water. So, a lot of you guys are on top of it. Let's just run through a quick list of inexpensive things that you can get that are long-lasting. Peanut butter, uh, nuts, power bars, granola bars, canned meat, canned soup, canned vegetables, sugar, flour, salt, pepper, rice, and multivitamins. Now, when you've got these things here, you've got a basic set. Um, obviously, there's a lot more stuff that you can stock on, you know, stock up on. Um, but you got to remember to rotate your rations. You know, use your older stuff, stock it with new stuff, you know, keep it so that, you know, when the grocery store isn't open, you don't go downstairs to your stock and realize everything's been expired for two years. Yeah, that's no good. Right. But then go ahead and eat that expired stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the time it's it's recommended. <laughs> I've eaten some old stuff. A rough stuff. guesstimate. Yeah, I've eaten some and old stuff. And sometimes they mean it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they mean it. They're not joking about milk. No. <laughs> um, now, I want to talk real quickly about diversifying your skill set. Um. Really what this means is do things that make you uncomfortable. You know, do things that you're not completely confident that you know how to do. Do it now when you can have somebody come by and uh, fix your mistakes rather than later when you need to do it and you're not you're not capable of it. So it's just something to keep in mind. I try and, uh, you know, try and do a lot of stuff. I, I mess stuff up all the time. I'm constantly fucking things up. You know, it's just my thing because... If you've never done it before, you're not going to be good at it. So when you need to do it and you've never done it before, same thing is going to apply. That's going to suck. Yeah. It's better when you can go back to YouTube or call somebody uh-huh. or whatever when times are a little better mm-hmm. than try and pull it off You know when times are worse. Right. Um, I want to talk about using it up and using it out. Oh, I like it. So this is about basically, you know, I've got probably six pairs of old boots in my 
my closet. All right. That I don't wear anymore because they're a little worn and they're a little ratty looking. All right. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I need to go back to that first set of boots, the oldest pair, and just beat the hell out of them and throw them out. out. Wear them out. All right. Now, uh, personal pro tip, when you get a new pair of boots, polish it. If you don't know how to polish your boots, learn how to polish your boots. It's going to make the uh, make them last a lot longer. I got to say, when I was in on a ship and out at sea, I was like, oh, you know, we're out at sea. Nobody gives me a hard time. I don't need to polish my boots. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's a reason. Right. They're so big on polishing your boots. Yeah. It's not because it makes them look good. It, no, it turns out. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, they they mysteriously dried out and shredded and turned to crap in no time. Yeah. Something about the ocean salt or something, but it was wrong. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of that stuff is, you know, just basically maintaining your tools. Yeah. You know, you're working in the backyard, you know, oh, it's not going to rain. I'll just, you know, I'll just roll this up. Whatever. Go, you know, come back at this tomorrow morning. Just clean your shit up. Just take it inside where it's not going to be covered with You're going to spend dew. the same time cleaning right. it up later. You may as well do right. it when you're supposed to. Or spend the same amount of time working Fix to it earn money it. to replace yeah. it. Yeah. So take care of your stuff. You get lost, forgotten. You know, especially when you're, when you're low on cash. Take care of your stuff. It doesn't cost anything to uh, give that little bit of extra, you know, 10% of time and put, put everything away. Uh, I've learned that lesson myself. Okay. You know, old people are big on this. And that there's a reason for that. All right. Um, borrowing instead of buying. We're going to talk about this real quick. Now, it's great when you're the borrower. Yes. Not fantastic when you're the borrowee. Mm-hmm. I uh, had a neighbor that didn't have a lawnmower. He has a lawnmower now. No, 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 no. Oh, Neither oh. of us have a lawnmower now. <laughs> okay. Because he, he let There's his There's a reason he didn't have a lawnmower. He let his grass grow so long that he didn't realize he was running over a boulder and just destroyed the mower. So, if you're going to borrow, be the kind of person that borrows things and takes care of it, you know? If you use the car, at least if you're going to borrow gas. from us. All yeah. right. Do, you know, do the... Do the do the thing. If you're going to borrow something from somebody, that's a great way to save a little bit of money. There's no reason you need to spend $200 to buy a lawnmower when you got 10 square feet of, of grass. But don't be an asshole with other people's stuff, you know? And when they need to borrow something from you, obviously, you know, do your best to uh, return, the favor. return the favor. All right, I like it. Now, we can all get along with one lawnmower, but... When that lawnmower breaks, everybody's like, "Yeah, I don't know nothing about it." No, that's that's what he said. I just stopped working. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, Brand one new big rock. Just stopped working. Just stopped working. Uh huh. All right. Um. Now, fixing versus replacing things. All right. You know that's obviously a skill set. Yes. You know, uh, that lawnmower was completely destroyed. Yes. My neighbor. The other neighbor asked if he could hey, can I see that? if he can fix it up. I saw him cutting his lawn with He's that all same happy. mower. Yeah, he had like he had it like Frankenstein. It was my <laughs> body with a different engine on it and another another blade from a different lawnmower. 
and he just Frankensteined it together and there was cutting go. his lawn. So, I mean, there's something to be said about that sort of thing. You know, a skill set, when you have a basic skill set of how equipment operates, um, you can have a, a better understanding on how to fix it and repair it uh, instead of having to replace it. I like it. All right. That's what you got. How about uh, oh. how about layering up in winter? I keep my house a cool 65. 65? If you don't like That's it. That's a bold move, my friend. Put on a sweatshirt. Damn. Wear a sweater. All right. Now you're talking about sixty five in the summertime. No, sixty five during the winter. Oh, that's that's. I know it's a lot warmer than most people do. I keep it down to fifty five during the day until I come home. But, you know, I was I was in my bedroom the other day, uh, going to sleep, and I couldn't sleep because I was sweating. And all of a sudden, I just got super aggravated. Why am I sweating <laughs> when I'm trying to go to bed? This right? is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Just wasting money. So I mean it's a, it's something to keep in mind. You don't yes. have to heat your your house to seventy five degrees. Uh, I think seventy. So you can walk around seventy in or seventy two. I think seventy is what what the what swells. I think the do. swells keep it at seventy. And I think a lot of us in the Northeast kind of ride around sixty eight now. Sixty eight, I think, is I think the sixty eight is yeah. the norm, and that that's I, I usually around sixty eight. Mm-hmm. But but keep it cold. Save your heating oil, save your electricity, put on a goddamn sweatshirt, you lazy bastard. Turn it down at night, your woman's <laughs> just going to want to cuddle up a little bit right, more. there's nothing wrong with that. You know, hey, she's I mean, got it. My wife's always like, I have to stay close to you just to stay warm. And I'm like, good. <laughs> Times is hard, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not very pro uh, women wearing baggy hoodies around the house. No. But, I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, sounds right. All right, that's uh, that's all I got here. Well, I think that uh, that brings us to a conclusion here. Um, so you guys enjoyed this episode. You probably want to head over to iTunes, put a review up there. Um, you may want to uh, support us on Patreon. Put a link in the show notes for you. That's right. You also want to want. Uh, Go over to our Facebook page. If you're not getting aggravated enough mm-hmm. by like your normal Facebook feed and you want things that are really going to piss you off. Yes, we've got that. We've got that for you. Uh-huh. Just type in uh, facebook.com slant prepping badass mm-hmm. or search out the uh, prepping badass group and sign up for both of those. Mm-hmm. We'll Join up co- and be We'll get aggravated. you covered. We'll get you aggravated. Uh-huh. I think we're on Instagram, but that's a little less. Uh, I haven't really figured that out. They put pictures, but they don't say anything, and it's like art. Or I, I don't even understand what happens. Uh, it's like for people, photographers. Or people, I, I don't Facebook. know what's happening. Yeah, uh, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail dot com. Um, let me know what you think. Send us your email. Send us your hate mail. I love it all. All right. And uh, you will get a reply. All right. With that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.